Well, hello everyone. Welcome to season two of the Political Panda program. Gosh, does that feel kind of weird to say? Yes, if you uh, don't know, uh, yes, the show's been gone for uh, a little bit. I think think we've been gone since what? Like uh, 20, 23rd, 23rd of, of December? And I, I am officially back. I'm back for the whole year until the end of next year. I'm <clears throat> just kind of glad actually to be out for uh, into all of last week. As uh, I uh, I ended up getting sick over uh, over Christmas, so I hope you had a bit of a better Christmas and New Year's than I did. Uh, but yes, I have returned. Nothing much is really going to change about the show as of right now. It'll still be every or five days a week, uh, late into the evening. So of course, keep joining me for the political panda program. But as well, uh, if you're new to the program, uh, welcome. So thank you very much for joining me, and uh, please check out you know my Twitter, True Social, my news list over on Twitter where you can find great articles as well as checking out the Substack. Uh, I'm terrible at posting there right now, and uh, I guess you know I didn't think about a New Year's resolution for myself, but I, I think I figured out my New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is to write significantly more opt ed or uh, sort of opinion pieces and uh, creative writing pieces. I'm gonna be really honest. <clears throat> I don't even have much personal time anymore. So I don't even know how I'm gonna do all that. I mean, I, I, I still have to build, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to get a little personal here. One of the things I got for Christmas this year is is this giant Lego set behind me. Okay, it, It's it's in a box. So you'll know what, you'll, a lot of you know what it is. It, it's a Lego Nintendo Entertainment System. If you know what that looks like, uh, or if you've ever seen it in a store, you'll know that the box is huge. And, and so one of, one of the things I need to, like, do on my to-do list now is to get a shelf for my wall to put it on. And this is a weird way to start season two of this show, but whatever. Anyway, I, I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but I need another shelf to display things on. So I, I've got to do that. And then I've got to build it, which is going to take up a whole weekend. It's going to take up maybe even more than just a weekend, okay? Like, this thing is huge, and I, I, I am both... It's not even the only other Lego I have. I have another Lego after that I have to build that it, it's been, like, sitting since, I think, my birthday of last year. Which was in October, by the way, if you didn't know. My, my birthday's been in October, and it's just been sitting... Because I, I just... Plus, I have other things, like books I want to read. Too much. And shows I need to watch. Ugh. Too, too much. Speaking of too much, though, we have a packed show. I mean, packed. Okay, I, I've not been around for a week or so, and there's some things that are happening in the news right now that even I haven't picked up on. And of course... You know, some things are returning uh, this year to the show. Of course, the opening clip is returning. And now starting from the beginning of the year, 
full on the uh, libs of TikTok, you know, the TikToks of just absolute, the cringiest, the worst, and just the worst things you've ever heard to where you're probably going to go need like chemotherapy to treat yourself from the amount of cancer you just heard. Uh, that is also coming back every single Friday. It's not just a thing that I started more than halfway through the year. It is now consistent. So yeah, this year is going to also be significantly longer in terms of the season because the original starting of the show didn't happen until like late January, early February of last year. And now we're beginning on literally the fourth day of the year. <clears throat> so I guess, uh, uh, yes, season two of the political panda program is going to be here and here to stay. So, yeah. Kinda, kinda crazy to think. And I mean, not even all the episodes are even on YouTube. There's actually technically one, one episode that is not gonna ever be put on YouTube because YouTube took it down. So, yes. I don't even push number it is. But, anyway. Let's jump right into that opening clip, shall we? Let's have a look at the way that the reporting on the efficacy of vaccines has changed in the last two years. Surprising stuff. 100% good, that's good. If something's 100% effective, take it. Ah, oh, it's 99% effective, that's just 1%, less than 100. 98, 97, still nearly 99, it's nearly 100%, nearly. 89%, still very high. Pretty sure that is effective. It's roughly three quarters effective. It's over 50% effective. Take two of them, you're at 100. It is nearly one third effective. You might need a booster. Yeah, listen, these vaccines, talk to your doctor. You've banned that. Oh. Great, great clip over from uh, Russell Brand. Great, great clip. Love, love that. Mm. If you if you haven't actually seen that full video, by the way, it's one of those I think I've liked over on Twitter, which is going to be hard to find as it, it was posted a month ago. But it, it is great. In the Hall of Mountain King with just all these article clippings of just it slowly going down about vaccines is great. Um, now, if you're like me, you can take that one of two ways. If you're like me, you go, yeah, I, I mean, I got the vaccine, it, it worked out, I haven't had any complications, but, you know, I know some people have, and to me, I mean, personally, if you, you know, at the time when we didn't know as much as we do now, I, I would have told you to go get the vaccine if you think it's worth getting but now I, I would tell you to avoid it like the plague and just get COVID instead I, I mean I, I also kind of enjoyed just getting more money out of getting vaccinated because when I first got or before I even got hired at my first job a few years ago or like whenever I got vaccinated I don't even remember at this point there and then in when I got my first job they're like hey if you get vaccinated we will literally give you money for doing it it's like, well, here's my vaccine card. Here's here's me proving that I'm vaccinated. So, I mean, I technically kind of got paid to get vaccinated. And you know what? 
I think I get paid like a hundred, hundred eighty dollars. You know, for a person who didn't have really much money to their name at that point, a hundred eighty dollars and no COVID for two years in total, or for about yeah, almost like two years, pretty much, or over a year after getting the vaccine. Plus, you know, no, no complications from it. What, what a, what a great deal. Hundred eighty bucks, I'll take it. You know, uh, so a. Uh, Th- th- thank you, Walmart. Very cool. Th- thank you. Th- thank you for that. But, mm, well, it- it's it's a new year. It's 2023 now. And with it being 2023, you know, what a, what, a, what what does The Atlantic decide to publish? Literally on the first of the year, by the way. I'm not kidding. This article was put out on the first of the year. Entitled, and I kid you not, the people cheering for humanity's end. Ooh, 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 me, me. That, that, that I, I'm in that group, because my goodness, do, do you ever, do you ever like, you ever like, tr- if you're introverted like me, you know, you, you don't really like to go many places. Like I, I didn't, I didn't learn how to drive until literally this last year, and I'm 19 by the way. If you didn't know. I'm I'm currently 19 years old. I didn't learn how to drive until I was 18, cause I didn't go places. No wait, year before that. No wait, yeah, you know it was this last year. It was literally this last year. So, I didn't learn how. I literally went through the entirety of high school never really driving until like the last like few months of high school. So. I, I'm. I obviously spent a lot of time on the internet, and like many people, I also spent spent a lot of time watching Netflix when I was younger. Cause you know Netflix had like everything, but that's not the point. The point is when you like spend a lot of time on like the internet. The internet's like opening the door to like the outside world, but like the outside world is like this like place that's on fire, like. It's like what GTA looks like, if you've ever seen, it's just like cars crashing everywhere, like, just planes just completely diving between buildings, trying to, like, win a race and, like, crashing into some of them, and just, just, it's, there's no cohesion to it, but yet you still understand what's going on, if you get what I mean by that, like, and, and then I'm just sitting here going... Wow, that that looks terrible. And you you find like some sweatshop workers. You you find a few you know slaves and like mines. You, you find all this like corruption and other stuff. You're like, man, what a what a shitty shitty uh, place. You know, someone should really fix that. Because uh, I'm not I'm not old enough to help fix it really yet. I'm not not trying to become a come become like Greta. Uh, Thumber. So I, I mean, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm, I'm, and I've always been a very pessimistic person, and so <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for humanity's end at this point, if I'm honest with you, but I, I, I mean, you know, I, I more or less would. Like, to just see maybe, like, humanity from an experimental level, you know, being able to, like, observe, like a scientist. 
but I am not not much interest in actually being here on the planet Earth. I mean, come on. I literally would tell you all the time when this show, like, throughout the year, I would literally tell you, hey, keep listening to the show. Help make this show famous so that I can afford a rocket so I can leave this planet and never return. I would tell people who hate me, hey, keep listening. Help make this show more popular. Tell more people to listen. Not because you agree with what I'm saying, but so you can help put money in my pocket so that I can leave the planet. So not only will this show stop and your echo chamber won't be ruined, but you can, you know, get rid of one whole person by letting me escape to literally anywhere else but here. So, you know, I was always doing people a favor. And little, little did I know... Uh, that apparently there's some other people that, uh, you know, are thinking about it a bit diff differently than, uh, I, I was thinking, you know, I, and besides, you know, what, what's, what's another great way to start off the, uh, the year? How about, how about this? Now, you might have heard about this because it, it kind of went a little viral on, uh, Twitter the other day. So, a man and, uh, three other people, his wife and two children, uh, were in a car when all of a sudden a Tesla uh, went off a 250-foot drop. Uh, now, the the issue is uh, they, uh well, so here's the best thing. Uh, everyone survived, but um, so a bit of an issue. The the man was trying to kill, kill everybody in the car. He, he was trying to kill everybody in the car. Yeah, no, it, it literally, like, the first day it happened, everybody's like, oh my god, it's horrible, like, why, you know, why did this happen? And, and then, all of a sudden, literally the next day, uh, so, yeah, he was trying to kill his whole family by, by going off the cliff, and sadly, the literal Tesla literally somehow, like, actually survived, like, they managed to survive, I don't know how, like, looking at the car from even, like, some of these, like, uh, like thumbnail screenshots that's, that's crazy but he they did get rescued and they did get saved and survived but yes he has been arrested now for attempted murder <clears throat> so you know I, and i i mean more and more americans are using mental health apps so i i, I mean kind of kind of crazy you know, I, I mean, not really surprising, but, you know, because, I mean, we constantly hear a lot about people's mental health, especially in the year 2022, or 23, fuck, I'm still thinking, it's, God, see, I'm telling you, it's only four days, and, and that's the first time I've made that mistake. It took four days. Four days. Uh, and, and I mean, even in this article, where we're, we're uh, 2.87 million apps are on the Google Play Store, which if you don't speak Android, that's that's the that's like the main Android store that most people like me download their apps. Uh, and it was available, and with those mental health apps being especially popular, a staggering 20,000 of them are now in circulation. How much fucking mental health apps do you need? Aren't they practically, like, all the same? I mean, I don't have any mental health apps on my phone. I mean, I don't even... My, my phone's, like, one of the few billion of, like, Android phones that doesn't have fucking TikTok on it. I don't have TikTok on this thing. It's what it's what YouTube's for. Google can steal enough... Google steals enough of my data. Why would I want 
the Chinese to have even more of it. You know? I I, I just... Maybe, you know, and also, like, you, a lot of people are given personal data to these apps. Do you, do you really want to trust some of these things anymore? I I don't know. So, I mean... I, I mean, uh... Just a little, little, little bit of a worry, worry to say the least. Well, here in America, it's a, it's, it's about to be one of those days on Friday, and as well as that, we also have have, of course, you know, a bit of a bit of a situation going on inside of Congress. Now, some of you might not know. But there's this thing called Speaker of the House. And, and now, usually with the, the Speaker of the House, you have to, you know, win a big majority. Like, pretty much you have to win, like, a good solid majority of, you know, people voting for you to become Speaker of the House. And normally, you know, you're, like, nominated and stuff, or you... You try to... You know, you try to try to, you know, get the, get the role, and currently the main, main person is a person by the name of Kevin McCarthy. He's trying to become Speaker of the House, and it's not, not working out. Now, right now, the current vote has happened six times. This is a, a bit of a, a bit weird, because you, you probably have never really heard about this before. That's because the last time this happened was in 1920. That's right. Uh, it's <laughs> it's one of those things that it, it's not 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 going over well as people are just not voting for him because obviously there's a lot of people that have issues with Kevin McCarthy and um, it's not. <sighs> It's not 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 going well. You know, nine, I mean, you know, nineteen twenty was a long, long time ago, and I think even before that it was like eighteen ninety something, where they had to do the vote like over a hundred times before they finally got someone as speaker of the house. So honestly, we, you know, I'm I'm hoping we go for a shattering record of well over a hundred times uh, until somebody else gets picked. Uh, because screw Kevin McCarthy, uh, no thank you, I'd, I'd rather not. I'd rather have somebody who's actually uh, maybe going to take the job a little bit seriously, as he's 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 essentially like the Republican Nancy Pelosi. So, like, no one really likes him, but yet somehow he'll still be there, you know, for, like, the entirety of their career, and they'll maybe have, like, a really, really famous, like, Twitter account tracking all of their stock purchases, that they have to report to the public because, and then they'll become the world's greatest stock trader. So maybe that was going to happen with with Kevin, but uh, ho hopefully, hopefully not as he uh, is not not doing so hot. Now with it being though twenty twenty three, you know, uh, like many of you probably uh, not being the type to really go many places like I've kind of already mentioned here on the show since I don't I don't really go places you know the one literally on 
December 31st. I I literally at like 11 o'clock-ish was basically like crashing. I was running out of energy and I was tired. And before even midnight hit, I was in bed. I think I was in bed at like 11.40. I was trying to fall asleep so hard, but uh, 20 minutes had gone by and my neighbors, who were actually celebrating the new year, woke me back up and I couldn't go to sleep for a bit longer. But the important thing was, I didn't wake up the next day going, ooh, yay, it's 2023 or like happy new year or even, you know, even expecting my parents to be like happy new year. Literally the first thing that came to mind when I thought about it being New Year, was fuck. I gotta pay taxes. Like, I, 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 I've I gone all of last year without having to really worry about it, and now it's 2023, and I've gotta worry about ta- uh, paying taxes again. Because, I, I mean, I paid them last year, or I really technically didn't pay them last year since I, I bought, my taxes were filed with my parents' taxes, and so, like... I didn't really pay anything out, but now this year they're making me file my own taxes, so I I don't really want to pay taxes. I I hate taxes so much. They're literally the bane of my existence. I know why they're necessary, but it doesn't mean I like it. Well, uh, there's uh, there's some new taxes though that are gonna that they're gonna go make all of us pay a little bit more. As, uh, of course, you know, there's uh, some stuff inside the Inflation Reduction Act that uh, included several tax hikes. So there is now a $6.5 billion natural gas tax, which will increase household energy bills. So th- thank you. Th- thank you for, for that one. Yes, th- thank you. Uh, you also have the $12 billion crude oil tax. Which increases uh, house, which will increase household goods. Uh, so yes, which will you know, of course, you know, of course, of course, that's of course, you know, a good one. Uh, a one point two billion dollar oil tax, or not oil, but coal tax, which will increase household energy bills. A seventy four billion stock tax, which will hit your nest egg slash. 401k slash IRAs and pension plans, so uh, good. That's a uh, that's great. Raising taxes and restricting buybacks, so uh, that, that that that's good. Thank you. Oh oh oh, and and two hundred twenty five billion dollar uh, income tax or corporate income tax, which will. Of course, be uh, passed down to us, the consumers, because that's how it works. So, uh, yes, I, I can't wait to pay more in taxes because uh, fuck you. That's uh, that's why the government said you need to pay more taxes. So uh, you get to pay more taxes. My ultimate goal in life is to live in just go and just be in a rocket or make enough money to literally have my own island and then live on island, and then barely ever invite anybody to the island, and be in international waters, and not on, like, the Virgin Islands, like some creep. Because, literally, I just don't want to have to pay taxes. 
And that's literally how much I, I don't like paying taxes. I don't like paying taxes so much that I would, literally at the age of 19, I would rather, I would literally rather, like, try to live on an island and pay my taxes. Well, speaking of things that uh, people didn't want, Colorado is now also planning to literally send migrants to major cities, including New York. Uh, yes, that, that's right. Even, even freaking, gosh darn, Colorado, which, by the way, is in, like, the middle of the country, practically, is like, yeah, no, we're, we're gonna have to send some of those your, your way. We're, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take, take them as, you know, we, we just don't have enough funds response or anything to actually help these uh people so you you can have them though so yes that's right new york city is gonna gonna get even more migrants just in case the uh, already like less than ten thousand wasn't enough to literally cause a mass panic amongst uh amongst the government there oh no Oh, no. Speaking of oh no's, we should really stop funding them. Ukraine. Ukraine, the biggest money laundering, uh, money laundering group, or just Ukraine in general, is just a money laundering hub of just massive proportions. Well, uh, just in case if you just couldn't, couldn't hate them even more, not for defending their country, but just for being massive pieces of poo. They also are uh, big into the world economic and the firm's pocket. That's right. They're working right along, hand in cheek, with the great World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. As even, you know, Vladimir Zelensky will be speaking at the annual, you know, conference that they hold in January. He'll be a, in a featured panel along with Gene Stoltenberg, the Secretary General of NATO, ooh, that's a good one, and CNN's Farid Zakria. Uh, the panel, which is being titled Restoring Security and Peace. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Oh. As well as, you know, of course... You know, Zelensky is going to be planning to join them in Davos to sign some post-war loans with BlackRock. Oh, that's good. That's good. That, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, no, don't, don't send these people another cent. Don't send them anything, okay? Believe me, I, I, I like the people of Ukraine fighting for their freedom. I'm, I'm proud of them for that. But uh, your, your government sucks. Your government is literally in the pocket of literal people trying to destroy the entire fabric of what makes the world the world. And uh, truly, I'm, uh, I'm hitting you with an absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, it may be the first show of the year, but it doesn't mean I can't hit you with... You know, some kind of moment or some moments last year that uh, are a bit 
bit conspiracy theory, you know, a bit, bit, bit sus, ain't not all out what they, you know, seem to be. I mean, you have, you know, all of the stuff going on in Ukraine, uh, you got the energy shock hitting Europe, you know, why, you know, what, what's going on there, why aren't they, you know, making sure they have this kind of stuff, I mean, you have the sabotaging of the Nord Stream pipeline, where even, you know, many months afterwards, we still don't know who did it. I mean, you have the Twitter files, which we'll even talk a little bit about later, you know, literally showing just how, just in the pocket of just Silicon Valley, uh, the FBI and DOJ are, and also showing just the large amount of just corruption and just horrendous, horrendous stuff going on inside of Twitter before Elon Musk bought them out. And, I, I mean, you had freaking central bank digital currencies, you know, start to really, really make the rounds in terms of being announced. And uh, 2023 could, could be that. I mean, you have FTX and being a literal Ponzi scheme. And, which, you know, of course, that whole thing happened. You guys, you guys remember SBF? You, you know, you guys remember FTX at this point? You know, literally the person who was... A, supposedly a genius and supposedly you know gonna gonna really change the the world and was literally the next Warren Buffett or whatever and now ooh ah, that didn't 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 work out too well you know biggest Democrat donor down for the count I mean you have the transgender trying to really sneak you know biological males into female sports because that's that's always a good idea you know china's whole lockdowns monkeypox being changed in its name because it's racist and telling people to maybe you know chill out with the gay sex for just a week so that we can hopefully get the entirety of monkeypox is just a little too hard and this last one i don't really technically know if i can mention it but, um, you know, because of what it says and something about a thing that happened in November on pretty much the same day that I kind of cannot say as of regarding YouTube and its terms of policy, uh, in terms of the thing that it says, uh, if about a certain thing that might or may have not contained some fraud, but I'm not going to say what it is, as you can see in the article yourself. And of course, you know that that was only last year. You know what are what about some conspiracies that could be proven true this year? I mean, so much of the conspiracies from last year were literally proven. So so what are what are some ones we can you know hope for uh, for this year? Uh, the role of the Intel community and in Justice Department in uh, January six the daily impact of COVID vaccines. Uh, will become undeniable. The scope of China's uh, control over the U.S. government. The true nature of David D. Pape's relationship with Paul Pelosi. I will find out if, you know, Trump parlooned Mar-a-Lago files containing, you know, really secret stuff. Uh, we will learn, you know, what what's going to happen with Joe Biden. Is he going to run again? Are they going to try to actually replace him? Uh, the truth about U.S. and Ukraine's partnership, because... You know, it's clearly not going too well. As well as the uh, the current mainstream idea to, or the, to the plans to normalize and mainstream pedophilia. 
uh, will try to really push that one hard. The World Economic Forum will turn the entire world and people into glorified robots to completely, you know, break them down and, you know, and so it's, you own nothing, it's great. And of course, the relationship between big tech and spy agencies so that we can hopefully learn and be a little bit safer about just what the hell is going on in this world. Speaking of what is happening in this in this world, people are beginning to apologize for COVID. Uh, so the actor Tim Robbins appeared on a British uh, comedian Russell Brand's podcast, which we featured a clip of, you know, earlier in the program, in which pretty much he expressed remorse about his uncritical acceptance of the media's COVID-19 issue, and he, you know, wanted to kind of say, you know, I'm terribly, you know, sorry for, you know, letting the overall media's message really control what I thought about COVID for the longest time, and, you know, wanted to help put it behind. Same thing with a person who... On is I remember seeing this tweet. This tweet kind of went a little little viral, as the person who I believe actually pays uh, for uh, Twitter Blue and is literally not really a person that's like, you know, on the right in any way, said I got COVID wrong in 2020. I later apologized to a close friend for judging her because she didn't get vaccinated. We both cried and it was very healing. Admitting your faults takes courage. But that accountability is how we all grow. grow. I understand how more people haven't apologized to loved ones for how they got COVID wrong. I get it. People have pride. But sheesh, the people who didn't get vaccinated deserve an apology from all of us who judge them. So... So, I mean, with a lot of people, this is truly a thing they need. And, I mean, listen, I was very clear about COVID for a long period of time. I was following the data like everyone else was for the longest time with COVID. I mean, I literally think I even mentioned on the show towards the, like, the very beginning. I was like, hey, if you want to go get vaccinated, you know, I'm a big advocate of vaccines. I love vaccines before they changed the definition of it. I love, love, love vaccines, okay? Finding a way for me to become basically immune to something like polio and stuff like that is life-saving medicine and science to be totally looked at there and, like, great job. But with COVID vaccines, it's the exact opposite. You should be looked at and go, what a shame, you know, for fudging the numbers and just completely being wrong and just rushing something to the market because of what was needed. Sure, if you're Donald Trump, you might think you have a success, but I would consider it more of a... Here, here's the issue. If we didn't, if it didn't succeed, then, you know, we might still be all masking and being like, well, we know, well, we need a, you know, vaccine, you know, before we can really start opening up again, which would probably have led to just mass riots at this point, like it is in China, or, you know, we, we've gone through this path. So, either way, you're a little bit, you know, just, just terrible. 
and I, I mean, truly, I think a lot of people could learn from this in which, you know, we could be like, hey, you know, I got COVID wrong, you know, because at the beginning, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I was scared of COVID like many people out there. It's a new disease that popped up. Right? I mean, I mean, I remember being even the slightest bit scared of freaking Ebola back in, like, what, 20, 2014, something like that? And, like, Ebola really never came to the U.S. even. So, I, I mean, seriously, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of get caught up in it being new and everybody not really understanding it. And, you know, we, we let that pass. We got damaged. We got, you know, scientists, they, they followed, they asked questions, you know, and then got banned from asking said questions, but they did, they were able to ask those questions, and with it, they were able to help, you know, make, or help allow people to make the decisions that they wanted to, so truly, that's really all we could ask for, and uh, I hope that a lot more people, you know, learn, and I mean, come on, if you don't, if you didn't see already from just the amount of stuff with COVID, it was all about control, it was never about your safety, it was always about control, always, because I mean, and I mean, I've talked about it, I told you, if the U.S. is the number one in a nation for, you know, our poor COVID, uh, and you know, even though in terms of certain stuff, the nation literally did the same stuff as some other nations that went even heavier into like lockdown than we did. And yet, really, if you start looking data point by data point, it's really not much of a difference. And of course, you know, you look at like China in terms of people that are on top for COVID numbers, and you go, I think there's something dubious about your you know, claims of how many people you've had die and get infected from COVID. And, you know, I think China's maybe learning a little bit. I know they've kind of stopped really showing up or telling even what their numbers actually are, but it's now estimated that pretty much over in China, since a lot of people have basically never, you know, really been too much exposed to COVID, there are so many people getting it, that in the city of Shanghai, which is of 25 million people, just just a small amount of people, it, it, we're now they're now predicting that s at least at least 70% of those people are infected by covid. Yeah, I I think I I think maybe China was fudging numbers. Keep in mind, China's at 1.4 billion. That's over 1 billion more people than the US even has. You're going to tell me the U.S. is number one in deaths and infections? Yeah, more like our testing was just the best in the world and that we were able to put the numbers up on the board because we didn't have to hide from our numbers. You know, that's, that's, that's where I'm at, personally. You know, I'm just putting it out there. And, I, I mean, you know, last year... Last year, you know, COVID's really, I guess, for the, like, most of the world winded down. And Hollywood, they were, you know, getting back up and really gone. And I, I think this will be the year where they, they hopefully do a little, a little, little bit better. But last year, it did not go so well, as they lost a market value of more than $500 billion. Which uh, is not... 
not going well, as obviously there weren't many movies that uh, really came out last year. I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, barely anything was ever in theaters that anyone ever saw. And the movies that were big anyway, no one went and seen them. Uh, you know, I, I mean, literally the biggest movie of last year was literally Top Gun Maverick, a movie that is great in its own right, but it's not one of those movies that you would expect to be as big of a success as it was. It's a sequel to a movie that came out almost like 40 years ago, and now you have it doing like over a billion dollars because people were are so sick and tired of all of like the woke stuff being shoved down their throat that literally people were like, this is so much better. I mean, come on, you had literally, you know, no one wanted to go see their first, you know, real, like, uh, you know, big openly, you know, gay, you know, romantic comedy, because men don't like romantic comedies. That's a women's thing, okay? Women out there, you know, you love your romantic comedies. We as men do not, okay? Right? I, I live with my parents still. Okay, there are certain shows that if I'm watching them out on the TV, my mom, if she comes out, she'll be like, sure, I'll, 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 I'll sit down and watch with you. Like, if I'm watching, you know, one of my, like, you know, anime or whatever, and it's not that weird, you know, she'll be like, yeah, that's it's whatever. But let's say, like, I'm, you know, watching, like, Rick and Morty on Hulu, you know, trying to catch up to everybody because I, I'm, I'm very much late on, like, certain shows, you know, because I just... I, I didn't really, I stopped watching cable years ago, and I, I didn't have Hulu until last year. So I, I didn't really have a way to watch it besides trying to pirate it, and I, I, I'm not really, I, I'm not big-brained in that way. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm watching Rick and Morty, and she just goes, no, absolutely not, I'm not sitting down and watching this, like, give me the TV. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm not the one that pays for the bills of the, the entire house. So I'm like, fine, I'll, I'll go watch it on a different TV in the house. So it's one of those things where, you know, Hollywood had such big flops that even if, you know, you did hear about them, you probably wouldn't have gone and seen it anyway. Now, I mean, this year, I think, is going to be a bit better, all right, in terms of movies. I mean, you, you've got, you know, so, some movies I didn't even know were coming out this year. Apparently, the the second part to Dune's coming out, I, I haven't even watched the first one it's literally a thing that my parents or my dad bought the movie on like you know like 4k dvd and you get like the you get like a, the digital like code for the movie you know you can like you get those by the way you can actually own the movie physically and then like you just get the digital code from like them and you can put it in like your movies anywhere library bit of a bit of a tip by the way if you want both to be able to still own your movie but also get it you know phys physically anyway um but yeah, I, I literally have, like, the, the thing, like, in my phone. Like, I put the code into my phone and everything. Literally has been on my my like, my phone for, like, the past year. Still haven't bothered watching it. And the second part comes out this year, apparently. Apparently they're making a Hunger Games prequel that doesn't have Jennifer Lawrence in it for whatever reason. And has, like, the uh, like the trans girl for, that starred in Euphoria, if you know what that show is. I mean, you have the, you have Deadpool, Deadpool 3 comes out, I, you got, you got, a, you know, John Wick 4, I, I mean, that if that, those two movies don't get you excited to go to the cinema this year, I don't know what is, 
maybe another Transformers movie. You know, maybe they, I don't. Maybe they could nosedive it even more with the new dinosaur, or you know, spend dinosaurs. It's it's fucking King Kong the robot this time. Like there, there's some movies coming out this year. I mean, I think you even have the Barbie movie coming out this year, where it could be intriguing, could not be intriguing. Who knows? I don't even know what the fucking movie's about. I, I so you know, there, there's there's some genuine movies to be maybe excited for this year. Unlike last year, where I genuinely forgot that even Avatar two was coming out, which was supposed to be like the biggest headlining movie of like last year. I didn't even know it was coming out until, like, a few weeks before it came out. Like, I think a week before it came out, I was like, oh, shit, that's coming out? And then I proceeded to start watching, uh, started watching Avatar 1, got 40 minutes in, turned it off, was bored. And then I never went back to it. Yeah, I know. Speaking of things that a lot of people, you know, try to say that they'll start doing at the beginning of the year, and then up exercise so time magazine might have heard of them you know person uh you know magazine that does this whole person of the year thing where they made both stalin and hitler uh person of the year you know over 100 years ago so you know great great magazine well you know of course you know, usually you know you try to help people be fit well now uh, you know, being conventional, healthy with, you know, beauty standards are outdated fixtures of white supremacy. That's right. Days before, you know, the overweight nation rang in the new year, Time Magazine published a transcribed interview uh, entitled The White Supremacist Origins of Exercise. That's right. How did the U.S. exercise trends go from reinforcing white supremacy to celebrating Richard Simmons? What the fuck does that even mean? What? The evolution is explored in a new book by a historian of exercise, Natalie Helm Priza, author of the book Fit Nation, The Gains and Pains of America's ex Exercise Obsession. Yeah, it's a real obsession, except for the fact that majority of people are overweight by technical classification of their weight. Like, technically, for me, I am technically overweight for my technical, like, size of where I should be. I, I mean, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of, yeah, like, see, literally the CDC, nearly 67% of the U.S. adult population is considered, at minimum, overweight. In other words, a minority of American adults are at a healthy weight. I would just like to remind you that literally going around and telling people that working out and all that stuff is fat phobic and then white supremacists and all that is not helping in anyone's case. I, I don't I don't get the people that are like like if somebody came up to me like right now from my weight and there 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 could even be somebody that I know that knows me personally that could listen to this and could come up to me and tell me, Hey Jacob, you know, because that, that's my actual name if you didn't know. Hey, Jacob, I think, you know, you've talked about on your show, even if they, they could even mention the show or not mention it. They said, hey, you know, you talked about on the show how technically in classification, you are technically classified as overweight for how tall you are. I think you should maybe start exercising and maybe try to eat a little bit better and, you know, try to expand your diet to more than just chicken 
and you maybe try to eat a bit healthier than than just you know going to raising canes and chick-fil-a all the time and you know maybe you know get a little bit of a better diet going for you know so so you can you lose weight like they, they could come up to me and encourage me to you know maybe lose a bit of weight you know hey maybe you know try, try working out a little bit or you know and i'd be like you know what fair point you know i'll, I'll maybe think about it and, you know, if maybe more people start mentioning it to me, then maybe, you know, get it to me and I'll be like, yeah, you know, maybe I should. No, maybe, maybe I will lose some weight, you know, get myself down. So, yeah. Is it surprising to some of you? Probably not. But it's, uh, it's where we are. Well, going outside of the U.S., so Dr. Jordan Peterson might have uh, heard of him. Bit, bit of a famous kind of guy. I mean, he got suspended you know, last year on Twitter for calling uh, Ellen Page uh, or, you know, referring to, you know, the actor formerly known as Ellen Page, a biological woman by female, you know, pronouns. But, you know, so, uh, well, he uh, he's apparently now being investigated by the College of Psychologists of Ontario, uh, for what exactly? Uh, well, he criticized Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, that's right. He criticized the current Prime Minister of Canada, and he is now apparently going through retraining and, as well, also an investigation. Or, uh, of course, you know, uh, of course, uh, now going through that. So, yes, that's, that's right. Uh, you know, can't Canada so so free where you can do so so much. Uh, cool, very very cool third world country of Canada. Sticking though with the international news, uh, we actually talked about a little bit of this m many many months ago. Uh, talk about how Poland is actually like, uh, hey, we want more money because of World War Two. Uh, apparently, Germany uh, just gave them the finger. And uh well now they're uh they're going to uh to the uh United Nations, or as I like to call it, the useless nations. Because it should be gotten rid of completely because it's a useless, useless piece of garbage that wastes nothing but money and people's time. So yeah. Hopefully, uh ho hopefully the 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 UN uh just gives also Poland, the cold, cold shoulder. Going, though, across the pond, Japan is so desperate for people to have kids that the Japanese government uh, will give you up to 1 million yen per child if they opt to move out of Tokyo. So, they're basically, actually, they just want people to actually move out of just Tokyo in general, not even really just even have kids. So, uh, yes, if you, you live in Japan and you have a, a kid, uh, well, they're going to offer you almost 8000 basically almost $8,000 to uh, move your kid out of Tokyo. Uh, as well, you were already offered 300,000 yen, uh, which is already... 
already a de decent amount of 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 jap of just Japanese yen. That's already you know, uh, two thousand two hundred seventy one dollars to move your kid. But now, now, now you really really need to. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of you know because they want to disperse their population to you know some other areas because you know they want to maybe you know hopefully you know have the areas that aren't as populated you know maybe having people that aren't almost in like eighties and like sixties be the main people that are out in those areas as according to the statistics bureau of Japan in twenty twenty one. 28.9% of Japan's total population was at least 65. Yeah, that's that's not that's not something you want. There were 14.78 million 0 through 14 year olds in the same year, accounting for just 11.8%. That's that's not that's not good. That's yeah, that's not Uh, the other thing, there is a requirement, though, about about getting the money. The recipients must live in their new region for at least five years while being employed, and anybody uh, breaching those rules uh, will be asked to return the the money. Um, I would just like to remind remind every everybody else. That um this this program started in 2019 and in 2021 2,381 uh, people moved out of Tokyo to claim the funds. It's actually not that many. Uh, you might be thinking 2,000. That's that's quite a quite a quite a few people. Yeah, but I just ju just like to remind you, the current population of of Tokyo as of last year is 13. Point ninety six million million people. That that's literally there's so many people that they're paying people to leave, and even then people are still, 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 uh, still, still, still there. So yeah, two thousand is not not a lot. Not e not even twenty five hundred people have moved. So yeah. So, yeah, they. I mean, listen. Japan just needs to literally start paying people to just, 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 just please, for the love of God, don't cheat on your wife or husband, and just have, have, have children. Okay, they need to figure out their their worth, their work ethic, you know, because basically they're just working themselves to death. So they need to figure themselves out. And they they need just a bit of a family restructuring, or maybe just let more people from outside of Japan in, and just let them embrace the culture of Japan, and just let them hopefully have children. Okay, Japan, please, for the love of God, no one wants to see you disappear. No one. I don't want to see you disappear. Okay. How else am I supposed to? What else am I supposed to watch besides terrible Western media? Okay. You are literally the main reason I choose to watch anime. Because I, I I sort of like the the art uh, I like the art style, but I also just there, there's something about just watching anime at least the ones that have fantastic stories like Attack on Titan for example, where it, it, if you watched it from like a Western thing it would just be this overly diverse just terrible horror show, uh, but it, with it being you know from Japan it's fantastic. Uh, man, I know that just sounds like thing. 
thing from Japan, like, wow, ooh, but it's it's kind of true in some aspects for certain things. Like, there, there's a lot of things that I think Japan needs some updating on, and I, I think on the sort of child front, I, and maybe a bit of their lifestyle choices, I, I think that's, that's two of them that could maybe be a thing. Right, you know, I really think they should maybe consider, you know, just literally telling people you need to fuck more. Like, I'm literally, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but I literally need you all to literally have sex, like more. Like, please, for the love of God, have children. Like, you know, give people financial incentives to maybe, you know, have kids. That that would maybe be a start. Like, give more Japanese couples incentives like, financial breaks on, like, taxes or whatever, to literally have children. I, I, that, you know, when you give people, no matter where they live, a reason to pay less in taxes, they would, like, if you gave me, like, let's, let's say I lived in Japan, right, and I had, you know, a, a Japanese girlfriend, this is very hypothetical, and, you know, we're thinking about getting married, and, and you're like, hey, we're putting forth, you know, a, a thing of, uh, you know, hey, if you're going to have kids and you're filing jointly as a couple, you know, you get an extra bit of tax break. Like you, you get if you didn't have kids, you'd pay more in taxes. But since you had the kids, we're going to let you pay less in taxes. I, I would be like, honey, let's get married. Let's file our taxes jointly and let's have kids as fast as possible. I, I would literally tell her, let's have two kids right now. Let's let's get through. Let's get those replacement levels right now. All right. Let, let, let's hit that so that we can pay even less in taxes, okay? Paying less in taxes is a great incentive for most human beings around the world in, like, first world nations so that they can pay less taxes, okay? I could ask my parents and they would be like, heck yeah, I could go into my work and say that and people would be like, oh, hell yeah, I, I, I'd have at least, you know, maybe like one or two kids at least to, you know, pay less in taxes if I had a wife, so... It just, please, take my idea. Don't even give me credit. I don't even care. I, I, I bet someone else has come up with it in your country already. Just give people incentive to have children, and the children will come. Especially if it comes from taxes or a way that people will have more money in their pocket so that even when they have kids, they'll still have a good amount of money in their pocket because children are expensive, but as well, they'll be happy to not only have more money in their pocket, but also bring life into the world. There you go. You're welcome, Japan. Saving you from collapse. I'll be here literally until I decide to leave. But going a, a little, little bit further north uh, to uh, to South Korea. South Korea is uh, planning to end its ban on importing of full body sex dolls. So yeah, yes, that, that's 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 right. Apparently, there was a whole, you know, clause in the the law that banned the import of goods that harm the country's beautiful traditions of public moral, and has been used for the uh, the the reasons for seizing or for seizing like sex dolls from you know being imported. And, uh, so, yes, now if you, uh, live in South Korea, and you really just can't find so somebody, 
uh, then uh, I guess there, there you, uh, there, there you go. You can now finally have your weird plasticky sex sex doll. So yeah. Uh, con congrats, South South Korea. It's not in any way gonna be good for your population, but uh, yeah, not uh, not great. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, some more Twitter files came out, and well, uh, Adam Schiff, uh, who is a Democratic representative from from literally uh, uh, Tommy Fornia uh, asked Twitter to ban investigative journalist Paul Sperry, as uh, of course that person was uh, was critical uh, against Adam Schiff. Well, apparently such a request uh, was. Uh, was too much for even Twitter as uh, they replied, we don't do this. Uh, even though Sperry was later, however, suspended. So, that that did happen. But yes, yes, no, no, no collusion here, except for the fact when somebody said things about Adam Shift that Adam Shift didn't like, Twitter was like, yeah, no, buddy, that, that's, that's, it's literally violates First Amendment uh, uh, stuff. You, you can't, you, you can't do that. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Twitter also, uh, just, just in case if you didn't think people literally worshipped Fauci, like he was some sort of god, by the way, if you didn't think so enough, um, inside of Twitter's internal Slack channels, there was literally uh, a channel entitled I shit you not Fauci fan club uh, that's right Fauci fan club it's it's not like it was ironic it was you know it was literally called that so Fauci fan club Inside of Twitter, are, are you are, are you surprised? Have you drank enough of the Kool-Aid yet? Would you like the blue pill or the red pill? You know, uh, it, 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 it's... Are, are, you, are you feeling it now? Are, are you feeling the brain fill with just complete mush that you were fed slowly become whole again? I, I, I sure, sure hope so. Well, before we end today's show, I, I think it's, of course, important um, that, uh, uh, that, that, we, that we discuss this. Now, it's no secret on this show that I don't watch sports. I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch sports. I know that's going to surprise Literally no one who knows me in my personal life, uh, and shouldn't really surprise any of you, literally the only sport I care about, and I wouldn't ever watch people play it anyway, is badminton, and I, I just want to be able to play badminton a lot more, 
but that's very much like a country club kind of sport, and I'm not in a country club. I know, shocking. But, like many of you, I heard about this one, like all of them, or like all of you did, from Twitter and everywhere. So, the Bills' safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, suffered a literal sudden collapse, and they didn't really have, you know, much to say. And, of course, you know, the game was, of course, postponed, because no one else wanted to play, but everybody was like, well, did he get the COVID jabbed? Is it, is it the myocarditis, or whatever the fuck it is, you know, or was it something else? It, you know, and it's it's totally, you know, normal for people to just, you know, do stuff like that. Uh, but of course, you know, even ESPN had a literal moment where they actually prayed, which is, you know, we're, it's it's like ESPN is doing that? Are you sure we're t talking about the same ESPN? I mean, all of the soldiers were literally praying, like, on the field and everything. And... You know, it, it was one of those moments, though, so I didn't, you know, I didn't bother going out of my way to search for the moment, I didn't, but apparently, like, they cut the cameras, they didn't even, they didn't even try to really even show the footage, like, on TV at all, like, they just, which is such a non-traditional TV thing to do, you know, like, you, when you, when you think, like, when I say that, it's like, oh, what a piece of shit, why would you, why would you, why would they, like, show something like Come on, it's it's the it's the media. They'll do anything for fucking any sort of ratings. But I mean, it, it's one of those it's one of those things where you're just you're like, okay. Now, what was weird about this? So I right now my current job is I work for a car dealership. I'm not gonna say what car dealership because you know that that's kind of just doxing like even more to where I live. But in the car dealership, obviously I I hear different people like what they have on the radio sometimes. So like the other day, I think like earlier this week, literally the person the in the car that I was driving to like, put it in someone's bay, or, like, either parking it or whatever, it, it was literally, they were talking about the moment where this happened, and, like, I, I was really glad I, I, I didn't really see this, because I didn't want to see this in anything, and I was like, what? You sound like a massive wuss. Why didn't you want to, you know, like, see this? Like, they cut the cameras so we didn't, like, have to see it at all? It's like, wouldn't you want to, you know, maybe, like, witness, like, history of being, like, yo, like, what, what's going on? And, and of like getting like a reporting of it afterwards this person literally was like yeah this like this thing happened in the in the story slash like movie and they didn't show it but it sounded like really you know it, they showed they said this like genocide that apparently happened and they didn't really you know show any sort of battle that took place between but i'm glad they didn't show it because i really didn't want to see it you know, it's like, what, what do you, what do you mean? You don't have like that natural human, you know, curiosity where you're like, I, I you know, I want to, I want to be able to see this, like, but no, I was like, what a, what a wuss sounding of a, of a sports person. Like, I'm not a sports person, but if I was watching Monday Night Football, 
that that's going to be the highlight of the night literally seeing the game be literally stopped and you're like well what's what's going on you know like can i can i see the field can we see what they're doing like what happened here but but no literally the entirety of the world has slowly become soft you know this is why live leaks gone now you know th this is why live leaks gone you know you now can't see your beheadings anymore and this is what happened a whole bunch of people kept going and gone through their whole life without having to see you know a literal person like actually die or get killed or have something sort of like this happen and now they become soft you know they, it, it, there's so many so many softies in the world that they're practically they all just need their little ice cream so that they can hopefully feel the littlest bit better and when you've heard all of today's news, though, it truly makes you think that the end is nigh. Climate change and a nuclear war on the horizon. You truly come back, and you truly think, God, I hope so. Because, as a wise man once said, burn the world and boil the oceans. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's show. If you did enjoy, please... Like, subscribe for listening over on YouTube. Give us, you know, please just support the show the best way you can by continuing to listen. Subscribe wherever you are. Please give a review if you if you can. Thumbs up, whatever. Please it helps support the show and get me into the algorithm. Let's follow on Twitter and True Social. I post updates about whether there's going to be a show or not, or most of the time if there's not going to be a show, as well as I post different things over there. So please mainly over on Twitter. Follow me mainly there because where the most fun is had. Seriously. Please follow those accounts, but it really helps me out and keeps you informed. Anyway, welcome to the start of Season 2 of the Political Pan Program, and I will see you all tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the show. We're back into the swing of things. And of course, see you tomorrow.